that new jigsaw company. Yo, 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 what's going on, peoples? This your boy Jigsaw Blue here with another episode of Jigsaw Company. Brought to you by Puzzle Me Entertainment. Uh, you can catch us on uh, all media platforms. Spotify, Google Podcasts, soon to be on Apple Podcasts. And I'm soon about to put it on YouTube so y'all can catch it on there as well. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Photos by Holly Rock. You need to get your photos taken. That's the guy that you need to go to. He meets you anywhere. He prices is crazy. He and he he's a man of his word. So if you want to get at Holly Rock, go on Facebook or IG. Look up James Hardister or Photos by Holly Rock on Facebook. Right now I'm sitting with a young man that I I watched grow up. Like I literally watched this man grow up. <laughs> we stayed down the street from each other, and I I can say that I'm proud to watch this young man become the young man that he is today. You want me to call you AD or you call you by your uh, girl? <laughs> We could go for Andrew uh, okay. right now. Um, again, my name is Andrew. I've been knowing Devon since I was, uh, I'm not even sure, uh, way before way before I even turned 10. Um, so you can catch me on uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram only right now as I'm trying to get like your boy Jigsaw over here. I'm oh. trying to go everywhere on <laughs> platforms. But right now you can catch me on Instagram uh, at the journey together. And that's just what it is. You know, just taking myself and other stories from other lives and just trying to become the best version of ourselves as we take, of course, that journey together. So I'm glad to be here, man. I appreciate you taking the time. So the journey together, how did you, let, let's go back. Let's go back. And Andrew Murray, who is Andrew Murray? <laughs> uh, Andrew Murray. <laughs> um, so I, I played basketball pretty much all my life. I still play basketball um, throughout throughout all college, not college, but uh, high school. Then I went out to college and didn't go for college for college. I went to college for basketball, uh, kind of close-minded on that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I didn't get on the team, uh, not to even skills. I feel like it was more opportunity and being, you know, kind of in the inside circle, mm -hmm. not to mention their team was kind of stacked at the time in terms of uh, numbers of bodies. Uh, what school was this? Well, this was uh, the University of Pembroke, okay. D2, located in Pembroke, <laughs> close to Lumberton, if y'all do not know. Um, and so basically after two years, uh, college debt was basically stacking on. So I had to make a decision, you know, uh, am I going to keep doing this or am I going to stop? And that loan was looking real. <laughs> so I Look. had to say, you know, let me just ease off real quick. So I took a year off and that year turned to two. <laughs> oh, so, man. I, I had to stop really quick and, and refocus myself and ask, you know, who I was as a person, and, you know, what did I want out of my life? And so I kept going for basketball, but this time without college, um, went out to Vegas uh, for a camp to play overseas. Well, I didn't know this. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure you, you need some information as well. So I, I went to a camp out in Vegas. Uh, it's my first plane fight as well. So that oh. didn't go too good for me <laughs> alone. Oh, man. <laughs> so. I went out there. I got offered to play overseas. Um, at the time, me and my my wife, but we were engaged at the moment. Uh, we were still planning our wedding. Uh, the pay that they were going to pay me was good for myself. 
but it wasn't good enough uh, for me and my wife to make the move out there. Mm. Plus, we had to deal with some legal things uh, and taking care of business on the marriage part of it. So all those things I couldn't have done, like getting married, honeymoon, I had to cut that out if I were to take the contract to go play overseas. So I came back home and I, you know, started questioning myself, what do I want? You know, where am I going? And after I got the offer, um, there was a, I'm not sure how to explain it. Like I, I didn't want it as bad as I used to. I feel like I was chasing the validation. Like, am I good enough? Mm. Can I make it like this? And that was becoming more of the dream, the validation more than basketball. Itself. Right. So I was chasing it for the wrong reasons. Uh, and after I got the validation, that came true. I mean, this clear uh, because I didn't have that same fire the week I came back. So I said, I'll give it a week, two weeks. I'll get back in the gym. And, you know, I, I was like, you know, I just don't I don't I don't want to. And for the first time in my life, um, my my eyes have been like this open to a whole new world. That's not basketball. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. If if you want to play, trust and believe. <laughs> <laughs> trust and believe. I'm still here. I still got it. Uh, I promise you that. Uh, so, so, so you're saying you kind of lost your passion for basketball. Exactly. In terms of chasing it for uh, financial purposes, chasing it for financial freedom, uh, in terms of that, in terms of loving the game, I always love it and I have that passion for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to pursue it full time and the sacrifices it takes to do that, uh, that's not the sacrifice I wanted to make or make any time in the future. So I definitely uh, needed a new route to go. And the route that you chose, you could say it's sort of like a. I, I look at you as a motivational speaker. Okay. Because when I first seen your Motivation Monday video, mm-hmm. I was like. Music Motivational Mondays. I was like. I was like, that's dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that was a dope idea. I, for, I forgot which one it was. I did a couple. At, I did a, if you know I, the song, I can tell you. <laughs> I want to. I want to say it was a J Cole song. Okay. Um. Yes, I did one of J Cole songs off his new album. Uh, I believe it was. Um, I wish I could. I, I, I it wish. Was about, I could. It was about. It was about addictions, basically. Uh, yes. And, and dealing yeah. with them uh, appropriately. I, um, I wish I could. Uh, I would have been more prepared. But. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. How, how did you get into? the the music motivation mondays did yeah I say that right yeah music motivational mondays uh so basically i have i, I well, let's go ahead and start with the with the motivational speaker um i i like to say that i am but it's motivation is just one thing i feel like it'll come monday and it'll be gone tuesday mm-hmm. so right now where i'm at is this i just start that off but content is more more um appropriate uh content creator uh business builder, you know, inspiration, all these things I, I like to go by, but I'm just a learner and most and foremost, you know, I just teach what I learn, you mm-hmm. know? So I feel like, uh, I wanted to get that out. Like even with basketball, basketball was just something, my main objective was to play ball just so I can have that platform in which people listen to me. But God came to me, he says, son, you know, you already have the platform. You already have the voice for that. You don't need anything else. You don't need anything else to do what you really want to do and so now i said okay let me go ahead and start just putting stuff out and i really wasn't looking for you know too much validation but i did get love off the spark and uh i just kept going with it uh music motivational mondays i feel like you know not even i feel like i'm i know uh things that you know inspire people the most is it's music uh movies you know stuff like that 
<clears throat> huge media that, that really controls our minds and what we want to be. So I feel like music is huge. So I'm taking, uh, you know, just some of our hits from my pastime and current hits right now that's going out and trying to twist some of the words, not twist some of the words, but explain it in a positive way in which some of the songs I do, most of the songs I do are in a positive, is, is a positive song. But I just try to go deeper into context of what that song means and what it meant to me and how we can flip it to uh, pursue our uh, best version of ourselves. I know this week had three questions. Yeah. Uh, yes. Who, yes. You, who you are. Who are you? Uh, where, where do you, you want to go, go? And how will you get there? Those are three questions uh, to ask yourself. And these, th- these questions are basically uh, put out there, you know, just to make you question your current life. Um, I feel like too many times, all the time, you know, people are okay with where they're at in terms of being complacent and uh, not really believing that there's more to life. Uh, right now, you know, I, I've been blessed to have uh, met some mentors in my life right now uh, that are about to be financially free. Um, and they're only about 33, 35. Mm. So I, I'm definitely learning for them and uh, trying to kick that game out as I learn. But I can't teach it until I learn it and start mm-hmm. applying it and stuff like that. But uh, those questions are just to ask, you know, like, where are you? Like, who are you? First and foremost, I feel like self-identity is very huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really you really need to find out who you are, because when you look at the decisions you make in life, you know, some of them aren't logical. Like, I know y'all, you can think of a friend like, like you just you're just messing up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, the person like, you know, you're better than this and stuff like that. And, you know, people may have try to advise you on things that you were blind to, you know? So I feel like we can view others and say what they need to do, but we need to reflect on ourselves so, and say, you know, who, who am I as a person? And, you know, get our own core values and principles to stand by. Because once we have something to stand for and you stand for yourself, that's when, you know, you start going toward the best life you can possibly get. And so um, question number two, you know, where do you want to go? Um, that's just a form of life. Like, what, what do you want to do with, with your life, you know? Uh, when you get that dash and that gravestone, what is what is it going to say? You know right. what I mean? What, what is your life purpose? What is the meaning of your life going to hold after you go? You know, and all those things are, are very important. Um, your goals, your aspirations, you know, you want the car, you want the house, you want the, you want the time off or you want to be financially free. You know, all these things are very important. And I want you guys to, to know that it is obtainable uh, by the correct information and not just having the correct information, but also applying uh, the correct information. Um, I feel like it's also important to get uh, the right people, uh, not just to know, but to learn from them. Uh, again, you know, I, like I said, I met some of my mentors recently that are financially free. You know, I can't ask a, a teacher how to be financially free because they aren't financially free. You know what I'm saying? Like they probably can obtain it. Yes. But what they're doing right now, if I, if I were to ask them, what is your job giving you besides pay? And they're going to get, they, they might say two weeks vacation or teachers, they get the, the two months probably vacation. But, you know, what is it after that? You know, so are we going elaborate to, a little bit more on being financially free? Yes. So financially independent, um, tra- not trading your time for money, but trading your money uh, for time. Mm. Um, I feel like right now we're just continually on, you know, like I work a certain amount of hours. You better pay me for it. Uh, and I got this quick question, not a question, but a situation or a scenario that my mentor was passing on down. And he was saying that, you know, people, when you first go into what they're bringing me into, okay, I can't get into detail too much. But uh, when we first go into what we get into, uh, the question was, you know, my peers saying, you know, how can you go into that not knowing how much you're going to make? 
you know. But the quest, the real question is, how can you really do what you do right now and know exactly what you're going to make? You know what I'm saying? So that's two different perspectives right there. Like, how can you go in knowing that, yo, no matter how hard I work this week, you're I'm going to get that same, same check. Same I'm going to still get that same check. If I don't work hard, I'm going to still get that same check. But that And that's what it's coming to. You not working hard, but you getting that same check, right? And so when you stop challenging yourself, that's when you become complacent. That's when you start becoming lazy. That's when the excuses come in. That's when you start blaming other people and stuff like that. But financially free. What I mean by that is uh, creating a business asset into which money continually grows and flows without you being able to work for it. And what I mean by that is um, right now, if, if you're if you're in the employee, you're working, you know, I'm working, of course, and I'm trying to get to that financially freedom. Uh, but you're working right now. And uh, it's like a water faucet. You turn it on when you're working, water's falling down. If you're not working, you're not getting paid. Right. So I feel like, you know, and my mentor teaching me this, you know, of how to build a business asset, not saying opening a business, because all these things do have risk and stuff like that, but making the right connections and uh, knowing the right people. So that way you can make the most informed decision rather than going on a decision based off of, you know, hope. me or of hope. You know, let's say you you're chilling with your friend one Saturday and you got this idea to open a restaurant. Okay. Do you know anything about it? No. So that why would you even open one up within six months? So take out a loan within six months to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like you going off of a, 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 a impulse, you know, there's something that Magically happen. Now, I'm not saying don't open the business. What I'm saying is get a lot of information and, and people who actually run businesses. You know, don't ask your friend who doesn't have a business what they think about it. Ask someone, try to find someone who owns a business. Do your research. And, exactly. Do, do your research, not just search. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to get information from a person who is really working a lot about a business or are you going to get information from a business owner? You know, so I feel like who you get your information from is, is very huge and what you get your information from is very huge. So that way you can start learning and applying the correct uh, skills to become financially free because there's money out there, man, for everybody. Yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> there's money. a lot of money out there for everybody. So I think the biggest thing right now is just learning how to get it, obtain it into which again, that, uh, that cash flow is continuing to grow more and more without you uh, working so hard for it. That's why I tell a lot of my music friends, when you, instead of just, you know, it's cool to just put your music out. Mm -hmm. It's cool to make music. Mm -hmm. But if you got to have a plan and that's, that's everything, everything. If I said, if I said to do something, yeah. I have a, I'll make sure I have a plan mm -hmm. for either three to six months and try to follow that plan. Like yeah. for yeah. instance, we had, uh, I did my research and looked at all the music artists that popped off from like a year, a year to three years, okay. and it, it was just the same formation. They they had a single, mm -hmm. they dropped a video, they did a mixtape, they then they did a single, did a video, yeah. and then they just kept build, building mm -hmm. off, building yep. off, building yep. off that. Yeah. And that's why I try to tell my friends, you know, do do your research, know know what market that you you know you mm -hmm. diving into. Yes, that's know, very important. Yeah. No, and another thing, no, no, how, no, which direction? Well, not a single. No, figure out which direction you want to go. Do you what type of style you want to do? Do you, do you want to be for the radio or do you want to be for the people? Mm -hmm. Because it, it is a big difference. Yeah. You, you working for the company, you're not gonna have that much. You ain't gonna have that much of a fan base. Exactly. Well, your fan base is not gonna be as strong. Mm -hmm. But if you, you know, for the people. 
the company's gonna come for you. Yeah. So just like I said, just make sure people do their research yeah. and make sure they know what they're doing, what they're getting into, mm-hmm. before, especially before they invest. Yes. And invest a lot of time, a lot of money, resources. And that's question number three right there. I mean, you just, you know, you find out answers, you know, how will you get there? You know, like you said, you did your research, you know, you, you knew uh, patterns in which, you know, successful habits have gotten successful people to where they are right now. So right. I feel like, you know, like question number three, like how will you get there? I mean, like you said, you know, do that research, you know, see what it takes, get your blueprint out and, you know, you just go by it. You know what I mean? You you, you make the best plan you could possibly make and you stick with it. Uh, my thing is, though, I think what is also huge is accountability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like if I made, like, for example, if I said, you know, July, July 31st, if I said in August, uh, I don't want to lose no weight, but say I did want to yeah. lose some weight. I'll say I say I want to lose five pounds. Right. And then September comes, I don't lose five pounds. Nothing's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I have nobody on my back about it. I'm going to say I don't care, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's time like we hold ourselves accountable and have people hold us accountable. Like this this puts something on them. Like um, what I'm about to start up because I want to learn Spanish. I could have been started, right? I, I'm sorry, Jigsaw. I could have been, <laughs> been started in January. Man, I went to Colorado. I, I met my uh, wife's family up there. A beautiful city. Um, a beautiful state. I mean, the whole thing is just beautiful. And I do plan to move there eventually. Mm-hmm. But uh, so they speak a lot of Spanish. And um, one of her uh, aunts or cousins was letting me you know, like, yeah, go ahead and start practicing. So that way when you come down, you know, not to say that I, that I need to because they speak real good English. But mm-hmm. it's just the fact that they want to. And I also got to do it for my kids because I can't have my kids over here uh, talking Spanish. I'm not going to cut them <laughs> off because I don't know it. Right. So I can't I can't. <laughs> I can't have my kids saying something like they go to I'm like, what you say? <laughs> Nothing. I'm like, no, nah, you can't say that. Like, you know, so I definitely gotta have my stuff down and packed. But uh, what I'm about to start doing is I have a cousin up in um in Colorado that I'm gonna have uh not really hold me accountable, but I'm gonna have her basically be my accountable accountability partner. Mm-hmm. In which if I don't post something of, of me working on my Spanish that day, like I'll cash at her five dollars, oh, or, wow. or I'll start doing stuff like that. You know. And I'm not trying to lose my five dollars every day. <laughs> I don't think nobody's trying to do that. Regardless no, that, of what it that, is. Add up. You know what I'm saying? Those numbers add up. So it's something that small will definitely help you out in the long run. So I feel like we should have accountability partners. So that way, and these are people who want the like, people who love you that much that they don't want you to stay the same. Mm. I feel like m- many of your friends, like, they like you. You know what I'm saying? They love you as a person, but they love you that much to want to see you grow and actually hold you accountable mm. and until you start making the, the the actions for it i mean you can learn it all but until you start applying that and you know start living that lifestyle you know how else will you, how else will you grow wow uh, that's, that's a dope way to look into that mm. and i do have, i do have a couple of friends that um <clears throat> like you say uh holds you accountable yeah. and it just depends on sometimes i feel like it depends on if it benefits them or not. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. also, like, I, I, I know I have some friends that, like, want to see me make it regardless of what I'm doing. Yeah. As long as it's positive mm-hmm. and I'm happy. Yeah. Do you think, uh, I got to say this, do you think being, uh, being in a certain location helps you or holds you back? Um, With being in... I, I love I love you ask that. Uh, with being in this uh, this era, um, other information age, uh, having social media, you know, uh, I feel like I literally believe that you can make it anywhere 
uh, it's just a circle of friends. They do have to be appropriate um, because I know you probably heard the saying: if you hang around four broke people, you probably be the fifth. You know, uh, so of course it's good to have good vibes, right? But more importantly, is people who one are probably. On, I'm not saying that if I play basketball, I'm gonna have to hang out with all basketball friends. No, mm -hmm. but it's important for me to have a have good basketball player friends in my group, right? Because mm -hmm. they're going to push me because that's what they're doing. So they're going to constantly ask me, hey, yo, did you do this? You get your shots up? How is, how is your conditioning going, right? Compared to somebody that I just play video games with. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if I play video, if I'm good friends with a person that play video games, and I am, <laughs> yeah. and, and they don't play, take basketball as serious as I do, right? So they're not going to ask me that I get my shots up. They're not going to ask me, am I, is my conditioning okay? They're not going to ask me that I do my handling drills. They're going to ask me, you know, what time you getting on? You know, right. for our Fortnite fans, where we landed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tilted. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's very important to have those friends. But I, as you said, though, you know, for location, um, I feel like it. I feel like we're not just limited to Fayetteville, even if we're just in Fayetteville. Um, even Jay Cole said it himself. And he um, he said that he didn't even have to go to New York. You know what I'm saying? To even make it out, he said he really could have did it here. But that's that's this mindset, though. See, but but that's he I'm says saying. that. After he's done it, you know yeah, what I'm saying. That, that's that's my biggest thing as far as like, uh, I don't. I, it goes back to music. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of people, can't make it only because of their home base. Like yeah. your people's not gonna have more. They they're not gonna have faith in you until they actually see yeah. you mm -hmm. making moves. Yes. Or you know, yes. oh he's he he in California. He's doing like um, what's old buddy name uh. I can't I can't think of his name. He yeah. went to Burry, he dread. Okay. And he had did something for the Simpsons. He had a song that okay. had related to the Simpsons, but he out he was out in California doing something like that. And people, oh, oh he you know, he making moves, he making moves. Yeah. Same things for J. Cole. Oh, he, you know, he yeah, left to go. New York. Let's go ahead and give him a listen. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like you have to leave home. It and it don't even have to even do with music, even yeah. this just growing as a human being, I, me yeah. personally, my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like you have to leave home mm -hmm. in order to grow because, you know, it's it's a lot yes. of crabs in the uh, barrel mentality. Yes, yes. And it's just a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people don't want to see you grow. Especially sometimes even family yes. don't want to see you grow. And you have to, sometimes you have to cut people off yeah. to grow. To grow. I mean, straight, I mean, you hit the nail on the hammer with that one. Like, um, just a quick reference. I, I was uh, watching Jurassic Park the other day. Not the newest one. The one before that one. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the dinosaur they made, you know, it was in captivity. Um, so it didn't know how strong it was. It didn't know how powerful it was mm -hmm. until it broke out. Right? So once it broke out, then it knew it's, it's, it's rank on the food chain. Like, nobody can mess with it. And I right. feel like if you're in the same spot, like, say, if you've been in Fayetteville, I, I do believe, and I know, you know, financially, everybody can't leave and, you know, get out and stuff like that. But I really do feel like it's important to learn the culture of, you know, where you are, not just Fayetteville. Mm -hmm. Learn the culture of North Carolina. Like, it's Charlotte. There's Greensboro. Then you got different states. And that's when you really start learning. Like, there's a whole world out there that you can learn from. And that, and not just that. I feel like your music can change a little bit. It can. Uh, you know, and giving out different uh, stuff from your songs. Like, you know, if I'm in Fayetteville, and I let's say I live in Fayetteville my whole life, I can only rap about Fayetteville. That's I don't know about know. anything else. Not be faking it and won't be authentic, and people will know it's not real. But if I've been places and I've experienced things and I've seen things, I can easily rap about that stuff, what I've seen and how I felt about it. 
and people can relate to that. Not saying they're going to agree with me, but they can relate to going out and experience change. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it is important to get out your comfort zone. It's oh my goodness, I can't I can't even explain how important it is to get out your comfort zone. Like I was I was still uncomfortable about two months ago. Mm -hmm. Not kid you not, Devon. I mean I was good. I was chilling. I was just sitting on my day off. Like man, I'm I'm good. And it scared me because now I'm not trying. Like, there's no challenge. There's nothing to really go after. There's nothing that's making me do something. And that's what happens when you're comfortable. So I feel like uh, when you go out and you realize that, you know, life is not stuck just in Fayetteville and you learn that, it, it'll take your ambitions to another level because there's a lot of life out there. And also, I feel like when you get a taste of somewhere else, mm -hmm. you'd be like, damn, like, I really don't want to go back home. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. like me being in Arizona, I did not want to come back. Yeah. Like, if I if I had the choice of if I had the choice of doing it again, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have came back. Mm -hmm. And it's not because I don't love my family or you know I don't love my city. It's just I was I was growing out there, yeah. meeting new people, and then mm -hmm. like I say, I'm. I'm closer to where I kind of, I don't want to live in California, yeah. but I wouldn't mind having a place in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you. So I was closer to my dreams than what I am now. So me coming back, I have to reset and mm -hmm. which sometimes resetting is good. It is. But it kind of, it held, it held me back a little bit, but yeah, and, and I, I, I'm good. Yeah. And, and I understand that 100%. I feel like, and this and this is how it is. Um, we we I like to call it what I've learned to call it. Uh, what I've heard it called is is that net. Like um, when you, I'm not sure if you ever went to a circus or not, but when you see somebody walking like on a string, they got a little pole, mm -hmm. and there's a net under them. Yeah. And they know it, then it's like, hey, I could fall. Yeah. Right. But like, say like if you go out to Arizona. And you literally put it all on you. Like, I know I'm not, I know I'm not going back. Whatever happens, it happens, but I know I'm staying here. Cause I'm not gonna really think about having to go back. I'm not gonna think about anything else because I'm putting it on me and I'm gonna get it done. Right. And so when you when that net is in your brain, like and I, and I did it myself, like when that net is in your brain and you know there's like, ah, oh, I can, I can, I can go back, it, it kind of limits uh your 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 ambition for it. It kind of mm. limits, you know, how bad do you want it? Because now you're realizing, well. I could about this chill for a second and then, you know, and like I said, recouping is not anything terrible. You need you can do that after you've exhausted everything. But I feel like right now many people just kind of look at that more often like I, I got this to fall back or I can come back rather than saying, I know I'm exhausted everything out here and see what I can do so that way I don't have to go back. Like you said, like you wanted to be out there. You, I'm pretty sure you want to go back out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, and, and once you go, <laughs> and once you go back out there, then you can say, you know, I'm I'm not coming back because you know, like I, check, I'm Jigsaw, <laughs> and I, I'm declaring this right now. Like I'm not going back unless it's on my own terms. And that's just I want to, unless I want to choose to do that. And and, and no situation is going to hold me back. And so knowing that, knowing you can't, like when you can't come back, mm. I feel like that's going to change your whole mindset and approach to whatever you're trying to do. Like you said with the music, when you know you can't come back. Like don't call my phone no more. Right. Like don't don't hit me up no more. When you know you can't come back, man. Look, you the state. <laughs> you the state. You you can't because you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like this time, I, I and I and I believe in you. I I 100 believe in you. When you go back out there, man. Uh, of course you can come back, but mentally, just know, like yo, don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not coming back. Good. I'm, 
It's, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a visiting time. So I just had a question. And I also challenge you to to put a time frame on it. Put a, a, a serious time frame on that. So that way you can say, I need to do this because this time is coming out. Not to say if you don't leave, that is terrible. But to have that time set in your head, like, I'm leaving by this date. And I need to go ahead and do it. Again, where do you want to go? How are you going to get there? I want to leave by this date. How will I do that? And start going toward it. Map that out and start going toward it. Now, if you don't hit it, you may not get it by that month. But having the plan will save you eight months mm -hmm. rather than you just saying, I ain't got a date. I'm going to just get back out there. That might save you a whole year. But if you got a date to look on and you got a plan to follow, you can leave it a year earlier. Mm. So I challenge you just to give it, give yourself a date. Even if it's, you know, something realistic or unrealistic, give yourself a date and you just go. 20. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if that's it, then that's it, right? So, and the thing is, say if you even said, say if you said 2021, you said 2020, say if you said 2021, right? And you've grown so hard toward 2021 that you'll even get it in 2020. So say if you say right now 2020, you might even get it in 2019 because you have that date okay. and you know exactly what to go by. And, I'm push, I'm and you're push. pushing toward that. You know what I'm saying? I thought like that's that's man. That date. That date. Get that date. I want I want like June 15th, 3 p.m. Got the flight, like everything. Like I'm out. Like I'm I'm out. Like June 15th, 2020. Like I ain't here no more. Like Facebook up that update, I'm not here no more. <laughs> right? And so just go off that, man. I feel like that'd be great for you. Oh, that's a good idea to think look into. So being that you a motivational speaker, do you feel like uh the servant servant of the people. Let's, let's, let's go with servant of servant the people. Servant of the people. Yeah. Being that you are a servant of the people, do you feel like do you feel like you are you qualified to do that? Like, cause you know, some people say, "Oh, well, you're too young. You don't have that much experience." Mm -hmm. uh, cause how old are you? Twenty. Twenty. Just turned twenty three back in January, so oh, twenty four approaching up. 24 so approaching. being, you know, cause like a lot of people have not really. I mean, you. I can't. Well, I, learning from what I'm learning, mm -hmm. people does go through things as they grow. Exactly. You know, growing up, but. Can you really say that you've been like you've been through enough stuff to really say that you are serving to the people? Yeah, yeah. And so what what, what I'm saying about serving to the people is just bringing the knowledge that I currently have. Okay. Now I can't give you 100% facts on what the music business is like because mm -hmm. I don't do music, right? Okay. So, but what I can tell you is everybody has that dream. Everybody knows their life is significant in one way or other. And if you don't know, I'll tell you it is. Right. Because the chances of becoming a human. One, what, 400 billion, like it's impossible to come become a human. <laughs> like it's impossible. You already won the race. Right. So <laughs> you won the race. Right? right. So you already did what you can do. And you're still waking up day to day. Every new every day you wake up. That is a literally a new chance for you to embrace yourself and leave your mark on this world. I don't care if you go to Target and you talk to one person or if you bless somebody just by saying hello. I hope you have a great day and really mean it. Right. But. In terms of me saying, you know, being a servant to the people, um, I'm just I'm just glad that I feel that I've helped somebody, even if it's only three people and the rest think I'm this. Oh, he too young. I was I was in their eyes. I was too young to get married, but I, I'm I'm loving it. You know what I'm saying? I was too young uh, to to even be in a relationship that long. Like, oh, you should have man, college. You should have did other things. College. You should have, you know, enjoyed your life. How can you? That's it's the same thing. Right. How can you tell me I'm not enjoying my life? How can you tell me? 
that I, I shouldn't have got married because it's your life because it's my life and just like their life i'm not telling them that you know you have to do it this way you have to do it that way i'm telling them that you deserve the best life that you you are like you can get but you got to earn that you know what i'm saying you got to go get that because the situation in the system i don't want to say system to sound like i'm <laughs> this theory guy but the way it's set up it's not it's not set up to give you what you want you got to go out there and get your best life you know what i'm saying like Whatever you want to do in life, and you know what it feels like when you live in your best life. I, I I felt it, even if it's a glimpse. Or you can imagine, you can see what it looks like. You can envision what it looks like, right? You literally, you you are old that, but no one will give it to you. So what I'm saying is, you can go get it. You should go get it, and I know you want to go get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you, go this route, make a left, turn 360, and you know come back. What I'm telling you is, there is your dream out there, and you need to go get it. If you don't want to get it, it's not going to hurt me. <laughs> I hope and I pray for you, but it's not going to hurt me. So those who really want to change, that's who I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to everybody, but those who want change in their life and those who really you know, want to get after it, that's who I'm really speaking to. And I, of course, I'm young and I'm not saying I'm the wisest guy out there, but again, I'm just learning stuff and experiencing stuff in my life. And that's why it's called the journey together, not me telling you what you should do together. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's that's what it is right now. So, a question I'd like to ask everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were to put out a book, yeah. what would be the name of the book? And would it be a bestseller? Uh, oh, bestseller, of course. <laughs> um, and that's his mindset. That's just me getting excited about it. Um, I thought about it in one. Um, and that's just, I feel like everybody should write a book. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like everybody should write a book. Even if their best friend reads it. But um, if I had to write a book, uh, it would probably be called, um, man, it's not me. Uh, I ain't got a title for it, um, but I, 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 I'll tell you the basis of it. Let's say I'll call it Blind Spot. All right. And the book will pretty much be about how um, limiting yourself to, to one thing for so long can blind you from everything else mm. in, in terms of with, with sports everyone wants to play basketball and you can make it like i'm not like i couldn't i could have made it you know what i'm saying if i wanted to keep going that route make those sacrifices right everybody can can say they want to make it and they can make it but that's but what i'm saying is people it's a hobby like i, I love to play basketball so i said i want to do this mm-hmm. for the rest of my life why because you see the money you see they live their best life you see they ain't got to care about nothing and that's what people really want. Yeah. Of course, everybody likes to play basketball and it's fun. But what they want is that financial independence. What they want is that, you know, if I want to go to London, I'm going to go to London right now. What they want is to buy their mom a car. And so what I, what I'm what the book will be talking about is there is so many ways you can get that besides just basketball. basketball yes. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what you really want. Like if I like say if I, if I if I gave a person let's say this dude sixteen years old he trying to go to the NBA if I gave him five hundred million dollars to do whatever he want to do odds are he's not gonna really want to do that no more yeah, yeah he he's gonna be enjoying his life he's gonna be spending time with his family or even if he's not he's gonna be going to club whatever he's doing it's he's not, not doing basketball right and, and and because that's because he's gotten the money that's because he's gotten where he wants to be financially. And he can live and do whatever he wants to do. So that's what the book will be talking about. You know, there's multiple ways, you know, put yourself out there and 
multiple routes to take to become financially free rather than just saying, I like to do this. This is my life. And that's why I try to tell my kids, like, um, I mean, they they young, but I try to tell them, find an idea of what you want to do and make it don't make it just about sports like Jameer. Mm -hmm. He he got his mind stuck on. Oh, well, last year was NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, year yeah. is the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, is you know, first of all, you got to have that work ethic. Mm -hmm. You you can see Bronny. You can see Wade, yeah. son. You can see the little girl. I forgot her name. I see. I'm talking about. I forgot her name. Five years old playing not five years old. Uh, fifth grade, fifth grade playing, playing varsity. varsity. Cash too. And cash. like you have to start. You have to start nowadays. You damn near gotta come out the womb. Out the womb, <laughs> you, so, gotta, you gotta have Kyrie videos yeah, in the womb. You know what, what I'm saying? <laughs> and my my youngest, I, I know basketball is not a idea in his mind, but I, that's why I, I encourage him because. He likes to dance. I encourage mm -hmm. that, and I used to encourage him wanting to be a ninja, mm -hmm. but I kind of had to let that go. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's why I try to tell these kids, like, it's more out there than just being a basketball player, being mm -hmm. a football player. Mm -hmm. it, and, the, and the add to it, I feel like you can really tell the person who really loves the game. Uh, if you don't do it, if you say if you wanted to go to the NBA and you didn't want to no more, would you train people, right? And that's one thing. If they said they don't want to train nobody, they have to you really say you love basketball because you're still around the sport. That, mm. These are like extra things off the scenes, right? So say if you love basketball so much and you didn't make it and you didn't have the opportunity to, you know, because the connections are involved, especially with AAU getting around, stuff like that, it's huge, right? Mm -hmm. So there's this whole business of networking and, and, you know, skill, of course, is there, but having the opportunity to show your skill is what's most important, right? Right. So and that's why a lot of kids are going to private schools and stuff like that because of that connection to whoever around top schools will come to a private game, private school game, rather than a public school game. Like I went to Bird, I didn't get the best, you know what I'm saying, publicity scout. Yeah. or scout yeah. rather than somebody who went to Trinity or something like that because of those connections and that exposure through things and getting to that school, stuff like that. I'm not crying about it at all, you know what I'm saying, but it happened, right? So there's multitude of things besides going to the NBA. You have people who aren't even in the NBA. You have, you have dribble trainers, dri dribble too much. You have shooting trainers, you have uh, conditioning trainers, all these things that revolve around basketball. Like you can get a, a, a conditioning job for a basketball team, right? Mm. And still be in that and still be financially free, right? Because they're mm. getting paid, you know what I'm saying? So all these things that have to do with basketball, even if you don't make it to the NBA, you can be a scout. Because if you love basketball that much, you can easily ask some talent. Right. Easily ask some talent. You can do all these things for, for, for whatever organization that you want to work for, starting your own organization, whatever it may be. But there are a multitude of levels toward one thing rather than being a point guard or, or being a shooting guard. It's a multitude of things. Like I said, you got coaching, uh, defensive coaching, uh, conditioning, strength. You can open, you can do training through strength. It's so many things that go in basketball besides just putting that ball in the hoop. You know what I'm saying? It, it, and it's that's what I'm going to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Opening your eyes to the entire picture. Rather than seeing one thing, oh, I see that on TV, and I want that. And I, and I think that's, I ain't gonna say he, Curry hurt the game mm -hmm. because he made it. He sort of kind of did in a way because he made it. I ain't gonna say he made it, but people now looking at him yeah. as you know, he's relatable. He's yeah, six yeah, yeah. three. Anybody can shoot the ball. Mm -hmm. So everybody if, wants to shoot the ball. Yeah. And nowadays, and that's all they want to do is shoot the ball. There's no game. There's no defense. There's no uh, 
learning how to dribble to get to the rack. Mm -hmm. There's no mid range. Mm -hmm. People, man, <laughs> they but, sleep. They sleep on the mid range. They sleep on the mid range. That mid range, yeah. Like, look at the greats. <laughs> mid range, but they sleep on the mid range. But um, I feel like that that's huge. But uh, Curry, but but Curry, man, I mean, yeah, you can. You, I be saying too, like, man, he he did. Did he hurt it or did he just make it? I, yeah, you can say he hurt it, but. It's not in terms of hurting because, like, Curry really had to earn that. Like, he did. If he you did. ever heard the story, like, he was out there airballing, crying, literally crying at night because he couldn't get the right form. He was shooting too low. It would get blocked at the D1 level. So he had to literally change his whole thing and shoot up higher. And that makes him shoot faster. But that didn't come overnight. Like, I'm pretty sure Seth, his little brother, was cashing out more than he was, right? right? And so what, what can that do to you mentally? You had to be very mentally strong to be able to cry that out and to still keep shooting, right? And so then he gets the chance to Davis, not the top school, but when he did that, what he had the opportunity and he showcased himself. He did. Went to, went to, went to Golden State. He went the best thing coming out rookie season. Of course, he had some injuries or whatever, but he he still stayed on his path, right? So shooting and all that, I mean, of course, it came good to him. And, and you know, that Nick game really, really put him out there, but he's been hitting ever since, yeah. right? But I feel like Curry really had to earn that. Um, And so, yeah, he kind of, I want to say he heard it, but... Yeah, you earned that. You I, I something can, that was just getting to. I understand, it. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. So, quick question. Yeah. Top five Ashton Forest uh, ballers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a podcast with oh. me, you, D, oh. Mike, Kev. I wish Quiz was here. Most definitely need him. What Quiz is that? Mm, we'll yeah. talk about that after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Quiz, man. All love, bro. All love. All the Ashton um, Forest bros. Top five, um, no order except the first one, me. Uh, <laughs> no order but the first one, me. Uh, you, Chris. Um, you gotta put me in there. In the fifth, JP, man. Like I'm my fault, JP. Respect, fam. It, it gotta be JP, man. He he was the James Harden, bro. He, he was cast, and that's saying something. Not a not too much on D, but look, <laughs> but look, if I speak it to him, he open. That's not that. You know what I'm saying? Chris had the dirt going on. He had the height over everybody, cash, and you had the everything little shot floater dish. You know what I'm saying? I had all y'all stuff, uh, <laughs> and D he just fouled too much. So <laughs> you just said, "All right, D, go ahead." I don't want to say D not top five. Next time I see him, I might have it spun on my arm. <laughs> nah, but D, D was D, D was you know he, he was solid in every area. You know he was like Mario and like Mario Party, whoever. Like he was just you know the all around type of guy. Um, same as myself, but on a better level. Uh, so I had to you know put D in there. But yeah, me. You, Chris, D, and, and, and JP for sure. I mean, honorable mentions, you know. You... <laughs> <laughs> I, that's why I put Kevin, uh, I put Kevin there. I because he, he traveled came, too much. But he came he, from where he came from. That's respectable. And his defense. Yeah, rebounds. And he will get some blocks. He will get some blocks. But at the end of the day, he a liability, you know. <laughs> he can be a liability when it's 11 on 11 and he right there. And he start doing a Cupid shuffle when he get the when he get the rebound, he might start doing a Cupid oh, shuffle, shit. travel and you lose the game. Oh shit. You love what he brings to the game, but man, when it's 11 11 straight up. I'm like, please. Can, please. Yeah, I'm going to get an episode with me, you D, Mike, Kev. Oh yeah, we need JP. that. JP. 
We need that. We need that. But it was good chopping it up with you, man. I'm going to have to get you back on here again. I do appreciate it. Again, social media platform. <laughs> no S yet. <laughs> uh, you can find it on Instagram at the journey together. Um, and I'm also coming out with some IG TV episodes. So that way it's more than just a motivational Monday, more than just one minute. And uh, giving you guys the stuff that I believe will help you succeed. And again, if it's not, let me know what I can change so that way we can all, again, go on that journey together. So I do appreciate it, Dead Jigsaw. Uh, and also look for him on my web, web series coming at the top of the year. He, uh, I'm about to get him acting right. <laughs> nah, but um, like I said, bro, it's always been a pleasure. Yeah, man. Uh, you can catch us every Wednesday, Jigsaw and Company. Every Wednesday is a new episode. Spotify, Google Podcasts, soon to be on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. What what we on right now? You can catch us on Anchor. Uh, look out for my uh short film coming out September. It's it, we it's in the works right now. I heard it now. That's a time date. September. Let's keep him accountable. That is a time date. Write it in the book. September. September. Uh, matter of fact, I will have a date for y'all. Next week. Matter of fact, if, look, y'all, if he don't if he don't meet the date, look, he washing the first six cars that come to a certain address free of charge. That's what we're gonna put on. He gonna wash. I'm not gonna say that because that's his bet. <laughs> but that's something that I do. Hey, look, he he said it. The first six cars. The if, first six. If if my if my short film is not out by, let me look at my calendar. So, cause I'm looking at September. About two months. That's my month and a half now. September nineteenth. Okay. If my if my if my short film is not out by September nineteenth, the first six cars I will watch at a mm. certain location. Mm. Y'all heard it. <laughs> Baby, it was good seeing you, bro. Me too, man. We have to uh we have to do we have to get up Most more often. Death. Most uh, tell Dre because I know she got her her business popping and booming. Man. <laughs> All right, the Jigsaw Company, we out.